0: He's Mr. Composure for the end of the game to bring a team from behind to win.
1: You can't win anything with kids. You know, it was... I actually thought it was fantastic and I don't know if you can hold back the hype. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Gaelic football on Off The Ball. With AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more.
0: And welcome back to Off the Ball Saturday here on News Talk. John, Duggan with you through until five. Kevin De Bruyne in the Manchester City team to play Leeds. We'll have pl- full coverage of that on Football Saturday between three and five. David Connolly joining Shane Keegan and Johnny Ward this week. Remember, folks, as well Brayburn Coffee, the official coffee partner of OTB. Start your morning with a Brayburn Coffee, whether you prefer a classic cappuccino or an iced oat milk latte. Brayburn has got something for everyone. Available at Apple Green locations nationwide. We've talked hurling. Let's talk Gaelic football now with the former Mayo All Ireland winner, All Star, and Australian Rules player. With the Greater Western Sydney Giants. Cora Staunton, Cora, how are you?
1: Hi, John, how are you?
0: Good to talk to you as always, Cora. Are you missing us? I
1: uh, am, yeah, yeah. I'm um missing the missing the good weather. But um yeah, no, very busy now. Just um finished with Galway Camogie and I'm off into Pierce Stadium to watch the uh, Galway or the um Sligo under twenties versus Kerry. So busy afternoon.
0: Big time, yeah, that uh, All Ireland semi final. So is that the kind of future sporting journey for you, a bit of coaching, a bit of management in the Obviously, you're doing the TV punditry as well, Cora. What's on the agenda?
1: Yeah, it's, I suppose, yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the the management, but I wouldn't say management, coaching, kind of performance, coaching side of it with the with the galway Camogie team and obviously doing the punditry with Orte, Um Yeah, you'd obviously miss the, the, the competitive part where you're not playing yourself, but I'm lucky enough I'm still playing with club. and um, Yeah, so I, I am enjoying on both sides with the punditry and um, being involved with the galway Camogie even though it's on the other side of the line
0: very good let's start with the ladies code then uh, Mayo Galway in the Connacht final in Castlebar tomorrow Galway going for five in a row so what has led to this rivalry maybe becoming one sided in recent years core obviously you're you're from the Mayo perspective you know
1: yeah i just think probably the underage structures in both counties probably that's probably the biggest thing if you look historically through the underage um, 14 16 and minor that you, you look at um, Galway have been very strong over the past kind of Decade, if not two decades, and Mayo have probably struggled to compete at them levels. So the the quality of player that's coming through, um, you know, is strong on the Galway side. You know, it's probably improving in the last two years for Mayo, but there's there's still a lot of work to be done there. And you obviously look at the club scene, which has a, which is a big um thing to do with uh, ladies football. You know, Kilcar and Clumbern have been the dominant force in Connacht football now um probably for the last four or five years, you know, since ourselves Karen and Kun were involved in it. So, you know, and they've been competing in All Ireland champions as well. So and, you know, if you look at the Galway team, they're they're stacked full of come burn players. I think they may maybe have six or seven starters and another three or four on the bench. So I think that's probably why that the, the underage scene is stronger in Galway and, and the club scene is also stronger. But that said I think Mayo Galway rivalries um and one once off matches take off take on a life of their own. And I yeah, it's a very hard one to call. Obviously you'd probably have to have Galway as slight favourites, but you know, any day they go out against each other, you know, whether it's in league or championship, you know, there's never much between them.
0: How'd you see the all Arden race then, Cora, for the ladies' football?
1: Yeah, I think it's the most wide open one we have in a long time. I think anyone is capable of beating anyone on any given day. Um, you know, I think that the the pack has probably come back a little bit. So obviously me, they're all Ireland champions, but I think they've come back the pecking order a little bit. Um, they had a you know very poor league and obviously have lost a couple of players, um, notably Emma Troy, who's gone traveling. And then they obviously had the disruption of you know Vicky Wall and Orla Alley both being away. Um, you know, Vicky coming back for the, the last league game or two, Orla Alley not um, playing in the league at all because she got injured over in the AFL. Um, and Nima Duggan missed quite a lot of the league. So, yeah, I think they've come back a little bit. I think Dublin have too. So I think they're very evenly balanced. Um, I think Kerry are probably the team that are a step ahead of everyone else. And you obviously you could see that by their Division One league final performance against Galway. So they've been building over the last few years, obviously been in the All-Ireland, losing to Mead. Um, but they've been building under kind of Declan Quill um, and Dara Long for the last few years so yeah, if you were to call it now I think Kerry are favourites but at the same time I think um, if you look at league form you know Kerry had a few very close calls and were beaten by Cork also so um, yeah, it's a very open championship I think any of the kind of top six, seven counties will have um, real sights on the All-Ireland but if I was to call it now I suppose Kerry are probably um, slight favourites to win it
0: and Kerry involved in the men's game in the Munster football final tomorrow against Clare with Galway against Sligo. We'll talk about Galway-Sligo first. Look, it's been a great run for Sligo, the under-20s won. Uh, as you say, you're going to that game today, the semi-final. I suppose they can use this as a bit of a benchmark tomorrow with the younger players coming through. They know they're in the Sam Maguire series. They know they've got three more games. So a bit of a free shot for Sligo tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's a free shot for Sligo, but at the same time, you know... Um, Tony McIntyre has done a done a great job in there, been building obviously on their Division Four final um, win over Wicklow, and the county's riding a bit of a wave, obviously with their Under 20s winning the Connacht the final, and I suppose the way they won a Connacht final as well, you know, beaten. Ross common Mayo and Galway um you know beating both Ross common and, and Mayo convincingly obviously um you know got over Galway by a point and and that's you know that's their back to back under 20 Connacht kind of title which is huge for the county um so there is a challenge coming there um so yeah I think they'll you know they'll go in at the yeah, it's a free shot but they'll go in with ro- having the right go um you know Galway's records as you said in in Connacht kind of titles haven't been brilliant I think they've been in the last eight and you know, I think are, this is the first back-to-back they're, that they're going for. So, yeah, they'll, they'll see it as a free shot. Go will win in as massive favourites. I think you know they probably have just too much um, talent right, through, right throughout the field, and you know particularly up front. And, and I think their bench is, is a lot stro- stronger than Sligo. But on you know, Tony McEntee, they'll try and stay in the game for as long as they can. And um, you know, if, the, if they're in it, and it's, it's it, depending on weather conditions, if it's a at wet day in Mayo, which is expected. Sligo will give themselves every chance, but I do think Galway will get over the line. And, you know, Porek Joyce is really building this year. And I know the Connacht title is is the one that he wants now um, leading into the All-Ireland series.
0: Yeah, because I suppose there is incentive for them as well, Corey, from a seeding perspective. If they win, they're in with Tyrone, Westmeath and the losers of Ulster.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and I think that's huge. But also, I think, you know, Porek Joyce spoke after, um, you know, beating Roscommon. There's not too many um Galway lads with too many Connacht titles in that dressing room, you know Connacht medals. You know there's they have a couple, but there's not too many with many of them. So I think a big focus on them is is to to win their Connacht medal, and I think Joyce will then, you know, look forward to the All Ireland series. Yeah, and, and I think that group that Galway would potentially be in, in if they win, um, or or you know is 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 one that they they'd be relishing as well. And you know I suppose on the other in Sligo as well, people talked about them. You know should they be um would they be better off in the Talton Cup. You know, I'm all for, you know, teams developing to get into the Sam Maguire. If you've met it, you know, you're going to be developing against the good teams. And yeah, while if they do lose tomorrow, they, they still will be yeah, looking at the the All-Ireland series and, and targeting certainly a couple of games that they could win.
0: So it doesn't matter if they lose the three games of Sam Maguire. It's better to be in that road than the Talton Cup.
1: Yeah, I I just think you're just playing higher uh, quality of teams, and you know the the teams that they could potentially play um, if they do lose the Connacht final tomorrow, you know they will target, and yeah, there'll be some of them you know that they look, and and I, I think they're in the in would be potentially in Group Three with Dublin. Now there'll be teams that they'll probably look at and they, they might struggle with, but yeah, they'd they'd certainly prefer to be playing the the higher. Um, division teams because they're being operating out of division four and you know if you get the opportunity in a group series of an All-Ireland to come up against division one or division two team and see where you're at and you know you have a crop of 220 Connacht um, title winners coming through over the next kind of couple of years and you know potentially if they you know Sligo get over Kerry today you know, they might be in an All-Ireland final. You know, that's great building and, and great momentum. And it just grows the game down in Sligo. Yeah, while the Talton, you know, they were there last year and, and they gave it a good rattle. I think they got to a semi-final. Um, You know, for them, it's a progression. To get to a Connacht kind of final is progression and, and to be in the All-Ireland series. That's what every footballer wants. And, you know, there's plenty of teams, you know, the likes of needs and... And them that are, you know, um, now down the and and that they would love to see themselves up there. So I just think, yeah, for development, there might be a few hard days out, but I just think for development and the overall of wanting to achieve, and especially with them two teams that are coming from the under-20s over the last year, I think it's better for Sligo.
0: we want to win the All-Ireland this year. That has to be their ambition after reaching the final last year. We know Shane Walsh and Damien Comer bring a lot of quality up front, but they've been very good defensively as well, conceding an average of less than 12 points per game in the league. Sean Kelly leading the way in that, the captain.
1: Yeah, they're they're excellent defensively. And I think that's, you know, that's the year under Paul Rick Joyce. He's a couple of years in there. And, you know, the first few years were very kind of lean for them. Um, You know, and last year, obviously, getting to the All-Ireland final and, you know, Really was it was very close right up to the end in a game that they probably potentially looked at they could have won. But yeah, you know, from just Joyce and, and the talk that's around Galway that, you know, he's really going for that. And I think he's added to a squad this year. His defence are very, very strong. As you said, Sean Kelly is probably probably doesn't get the accolades of a comer or, or a Walsh, but no, he's a pivotal player for them and a huge leader. But they've they have they have that right throughout the field and, and I think they've added, you know, they've added which is huge. Um Ian Burke in the last day. Um you know, in corner forward, while he didn't, he scored a point, fist a point from play. He did, you know, I was at that game, the work he'd done off the ball, the amount of assists and, and scores that he created was huge. And, you know, around the middle, um, they found Johnny Maher, they've, you know, John Daly is an excellent centre-back. They've just found players there and even their bench is stronger. You know, you have that Keane Hernan, he played right throughout the league. You know, you have Rob Finnerty on the bench. So co- competition is huge and um that's what you need in a team and yeah you know Galway are, are going to be right up there when it comes to um you know the contenders for the All Ireland you know I would have you know I I know I was asked the question probably a month or so ago and I would have Galway as favorites for the All Ireland now I you know if, if I was to shout who I think will win I, I do think it'll be Galway because I think they have been building and I just think that they have the star quality up up, up top which for teams to get over the All Ireland, you, you need the likes for Comer and Walsh. And, and as I said, they've added to that. They've the they've, they've the workhorses and they've the creators, but they also have the finishers.
0: Big breaking news here on Off the Ball Saturday of course, Danton Galway for the All Ireland. What about your own county? Mayo <laughs>
1: <laughs> Of course I'm going to play them down. Uh yeah, obviously they're, you know, their their performance against Ross Common was very disappointing. But yeah, you know, that was coming off the after winning the, the league final the week before and I suppose off a, a hard eight weeks or a row you know um, you know bear the Monaghan game you know Kevin kind of kept the the team pretty much the same um, with one or two changes so yeah I, I think there was probably a little bit of fatigue there um and you know the, the a couple of injuries that we could do with certainly getting back you know a fit Killian O'Connor um in Dehessian, um, you know, with James Carr we had a few few um injuries picked up in the league league final full fullback David McBreen. So I think if they get all of them cleared up, yeah, they'll certainly give the All Ireland um the All Ireland series a rattle. And yeah, uh, you know, I expect Mayo to be competing certainly at, you know, quarter final, semi final. Um, you know, and they they'll be there or thereabouts. But I, I, I do probably put the likes of Galway and Kerry just a little bit ahead of them because of um, you know the 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 progression that the, the their palans have. I suppose with Kevin in, you know, there's um a lot, probably a lot of new guys, and I just don't think our, our, our 26 are are twenty six or as strong, um as probably the Galway twenty six, the Kerry twenty six, and possibly the Dublin as well.
0: We don't know how the break is going to work for Gourmeto, Maybe this is a good thing they're having this break at the moment.
1: Yeah no I definitely do think it's a good thing I think they've got in a, a, a body of work that was needed I think they've got injuries cleared up that they also needed and you know I suppose the good thing about the All Ireland series you know it's it's the top three teams there's only one team that potentially doesn't make it um you know so yeah, your chance of getting to a, a preliminary quarter final are, are are quite high you know I know Mayo have Kerry in in the first round which will be you know the their their hardest group game but I think that's good for Mayo they need to be t- test themselves and Yeah, uh, you know, you'd be expecting Mayo to finish top, if not second in the group after Kerry. So, yeah, they're going to be there, thereabouts. But I do think the break will have benefited them because I know since Kevin came in, he targeted the FBD League and then obviously they won the league. And I suppose they're going hard since probably around, you know, November time. So it it probably was that break was needed and fatigue was going to come in. And, you know, the the Mayo kind of, the the Mayo supporters would have said that, you know, if if it wasn't the Roscommon game, the Galway game, which if they got to a semi-final, a conic semi-final would have been in Salt Hill, and that was going to be really challenging. So, yeah, it could be the best thing, I suppose, with this uh, All-Ireland series. You, you just don't know what the best route is, and you're you know it's only going to be in hindsight that you're going to find out a lot what, what the best route was to go.
0: I think with Kerry, it's a bit of an unknown situation with them because obviously they're looking to peak uh, at the end of July. Uh, we don't really know the impact of missing David Moran will be now he's retired. They should be clear tomorrow, so we're almost waiting.
1: Yeah, I I think like that. Um, I do think they'll get over clear. Um, I don't think it'll be in, in any way a, a cricket score or that. I think it'll be a very competitive match. But yeah, again, if you look at their 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 top six players, um, you know, front, and you look at their bench, they're just very strong. Um, and I think the pl- likes of, you know, the David David Clifford's, the Paulie Clifford's, who had very long uh, club campaigns, came back in quite quickly after their club campaign and you know probably just needed that bit of a a break over the last while and um yeah I I just think they're the type of guys that will peak um when it comes um, to drier pitches and um I I suppose you know the open open pitches of Crow Park and stuff so yeah I I don't think you're right Kerry off I suppose you you looked at the performance over Tipperary they're very clinical and um you know have a lot going for them again their defense is, is, is very strong so yeah, I I just don't think until you see the real big teams against each other, whether that will be Mayo and Kerry if it's um, if Kerry win win tomorrow in the first round of the All Ireland series, I just don't think you're going to see these teams tested um, yet. And you know, I think the Dubs are in that bracket, even though they were tested against Kildare. Um, last weekend, I still think until they come up against one of the one of the top three teams, I I don't think you're going to really find out where these teams are at.
0: Once again, for Clare, it'll be a good occasion tomorrow. Thirty-one years since their last Munster title, they're down the Gaelic Grands against the Kingdom. Colum Collins deserves this final. He never had one. It's kind of hard to believe, but yeah, I suppose beating Cork has been the big thing for them.
1: Yeah, beating Cork and and then getting over Limerick, which was tricky. You know that was a game they got they got over in the end. You know by a goal, but at the same time probably made harder work than it than was expected. Especially after their performance against Cork, yeah. I suppose if you look back at that Cork game, that was huge for them because it wasn't just um, you know a, a win over Cork that was on the line, but it was also um, you know to get to get into the Sam Maguire and and not be into the the Talton. And I know Colin Collins, for the development of that team, wanted the team to be, you know, in the in the Sam Maguire, which I think it was, was hugely important for them. And, you know, that Cork game, again, while it was very tight um, towards the end, you know, Clare were the better team by by a long way. I think they kicked something like 14 wides um, on that day. But, yeah, they, they have some very, very talented players, you know, up, up front in, in particular in Keelan Sexton. You know, Jamie Malone has been a stalwart for them in, in centre-back and, and obviously they're captain Owen Cleary. So, you know, they'll give Kerry a right rattle. Right, you know, any team that Colin Collins, you know, manages, they, they front up and, and they're not afraid and, you know, they'll go at them. I do think um, Indian Kerry will have too much quality, but I, I do think that will be a game for, for certainly 40 or 45 minutes. And
0: in terms of what you've seen so far in the Championship core, like teams that have maybe surprised you in their progression or teams that have disappointed you a little bit that need to bounce back?
1: Uh, I, I suppose teams that have I've looked at and have you know been really really happy with the way they're going is is probably a, a, I think Galway are up there right. Also, if you, if you go away from Galway, I think Derry and their performance last weekend. I think that made a lot of people sit up again. You know what Rory Gallagher has done with that team. Um, right throughout the league, they're phenomenal. I have seen them live against Dublin. Um, up in Celtic Park, you know, just the way they came back that day. Um, you know, the way they cover the ground. They're you know they're real. Um, Athletes, um, but also they've the f- some really good finishers, and, and I think it was something like 121 they scored last weekend to score that, and the spread of scorers, um, you know, which was often criticism thrown at them that they, you know, they don't have the top forwards um, to win games. I, you know, I think it made them really sit up, and I, I think um, when they play Arman next weekend, that's going to be another game. But I think they're one that I'd look at certainly, and you know, as I said, Galway too, and teams that I suppose are disappointed and regressed, I suppose. You can't look any further than probably Mead and Cork. Um, you know, they're probably the two teams that you have to look at. Meath, um, you know, league campaign was very, very average, and 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 then their performance in the championship was, was so poor. And yeah, I, I suppose you have to look at them. Colm coming in, I suppose, you know, spe- people probably expected a lot more to come from them. Um, you know, in Cork, um, you know, for the for the population and and the county of its size, uh, you know, to be to be performing in. in um, the way they did against Clare and knock it over the line, and and has been like that kind of for the for the last few years. Um, you know, are, are so on getting further and further away from Kerry and Munster, and you know, that's a huge disappointment because they've done really well in underage over the past number of years. Cora
0: Staunton, the best look of the Camogie uh, players in Galway, and enjoy the match today. And great speaking to you as always.
1: Thanks, William John.
0: Cor- Take care. Cor there, casting her eye over the Ladies and Men's Football Championship. Brilliant analysis, as always. Coming up after the news, folks, Football Saturday, as always, until 5. Uh, David Connolly, Shane Keegan and Johnny Ward on the show this week. Join the conversation now, if you like. On 53106 at so a cost of 30 cent, are Manchester City going to win this treble of Champions League, Premier League and FA Cup? Where does Erling Haaland rank among the great strikers? Have Arsenal blown it or do they deserve massive credit for a great season? Newcastle fans, will you challenge, will you be the Arsenal next season of the Premier League you're going to challenge that title the way you're finishing this season Big Sam and Robbie Keane at Leeds we know there are Leeds fans out there what you make of it all Cork City supporters are you disappointed to see Colin Healy go this week same question could be asked of St. Pat's and Tim Clancy and were you at the Rovers-Bowes game last night in Tala, did Rovers deserve it were Bowes unlucky not to get a penalty can we do a bit more in terms of as a standard of refereeing in this country Off the Ball Saturday on News Talk back after this with Football Saturday between 3 and 5